I got some dirty looks the other day because I said I said the Bible was for white people. Say that one more time. I said the Bible was for white people, and I got some dirty looks the other day. <laughs> what what possessed you to say that the Bible was for white people? <laughs> because somebody, and I feel like you probably can figure out who it was without me saying the name, but somebody tried to make a moral play and said black people don't need Bible study, only white people do because they're the immoral ones. Black people know uh, the Bible. What? <laughs> and then I was yo. Oh my. And then God. I. And then I, I hate. And then I. <laughs> and then I said, <laughs> "Man, the Bible's for white people anyway." <laughs> <laughs> well, so you were low key agreeing. You were like, "Yeah, the Bible's for whites anyway." <laughs> they were like, "Uh, no, like shit." No, the Bible's for uh, me. That's- that's so insane. We don't need Bible study. That's so stupid. No. That's really the dumbest thing I've heard. That's facts. That's so crazy. So it's you're so telling dumb. me we can't... You, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was bad. <laughs> Despite only making up 13% of the population... No, nah, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. How was your week? Uh, welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Episode... What is it? 17 or 18? 18. 18. We got some cooking for that 20th episode. Wait, we oh, do. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking we should take viewer suggestions. I'm telling you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Every time I drop the pot, I'm be like, hey, what should we talk about this week? Yeah. Or what's a topic you want to hear about? Yeah. And then niggas will listen because they just wanted to hear us talk about something. Exactly. Well, look, uh, my week was good. Um, I listened to Jack Harlow's entire album catalog. Oh, okay. Um, Yes. So what, um, that's two projects, isn't it? That's three. Three. Uh, okay. It's it's a uh, loose. Let me look it up. I didn't I didn't save it because like it was all like you could see I could see his progression as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was like yeah, um, he was like doing that. You know, all right, I'm the I'm cool now. I'm a rap, and then like okay, so it was Gazebo in 2017, Loose in 2018, Confetti in 2019, and um, I listened to all of them. I'm like, it gets more lit as it goes. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying it's all good music. I'm not saying I didn't save it because me. I'm just saying I didn't save it because this would be a lot of music. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> I need to, and I need to go back and listen to them again to find out the songs I really like. Like mm-hmm. if I like all of it or what. But I was, I was vibing. Um, okay. Definitely gonna try to see him. He's coming to Indiana next month, actually today, next month, so the 27th of March. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to see that. Um, Get in the Perks 30 suite again. With with Guap Dad 4000. Hey! <laughs> I might have to pull up to that show. I, but um, I'm not even that. mad at Guap Dad's music, but he got beat up by Russ and Cruz. Right, so. yeah. It, it, at it, that point... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, I've been streaming. You know, I've been doing the Just Chatting streams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you heard Beef Trev Mix. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote a, I wrote a second eight bars for a full 16. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> I know, right? It, it was pretty funny. I didn't perform them like I did before, but I just wrote them, and I was like, all right, I'm happy with these. I think so I'm about to start streaming, man. You gotta, bro. It's too fun. Yeah, I think I'm about to start. I think I'm gonna get it's everything set up how I want it, and then... Once I got everything how I wanted, I, I'm gonna have questions because you got a pretty good thing going. Oh yeah, I got you. And you at least you at least need to get affiliate. All my niggas gotta be affiliate. Yeah, that's true. I gotta <laughs> go get affiliate. That's easy. Affiliate is an easy bag. I'm about to become the number one Temtem streamer. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna get you there. Oh, Look, but we're gonna we're gonna uh but besides that, besides streaming, that's been like fun. Just just chatting and shit, not actually playing a game. Uh and I might incorporate that into my actual like stream schedule. Mm-hmm. Have some off and on days. Because yeah. that was really fun and relaxing. Uh but other than that, not much. I've been I've been I've been big chilling other than like Jack Harlow's entire catalog. Yeah. Joe Lynn podcast. Um other singles that come out and shit like that. All that good stuff. I haven't listened to any singles this week except the except the one we were talking about earlier, but <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh, and the, the one we were talking about earlier and the one that we just talked about. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, how, how was your week, bud? How was your week, King? Man, my week was swell. Not bad, not Man, bad. Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you something. Have you watched Kill Bill? Yeah. Good. Okay. No, I was watching that Kill Bill. All of my none of my roommates had seen Kill Bill, so I had to start it over. I'm like, no, you're watching Kill Bill parts one and two. Cause what the <laughs> fuck? Have you not seen Kill Bill? But I digress. Yeah. Uh what have I been doing? Uh still playing Street Fighter Five a little bit. Uh on and off. Now and yesterday I uh I dipped my toes into a game I don't think you would expect me to have uh, dipped my toes in. Played a little bit of that uh new fighters. Like Fighter Z? Yeah. How is it? I watched um uh friend of friend of us, uh, I guess friend of the pot. I watched Zeke play it actually. Mm-hmm. He was doing some stuff on stream and I watched that for a little bit and I was like, hey, this I mean, Fighters looks fun. Is this <laughs> well mm. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's a lot they the changes they made They fixed it a whole lot. It seems it I, I like I said, I was off of Fighters for two years. So I'm not the best person to say. All I know is that I like the game that I played like an hour of better than I liked the game I was playing when I quit playing it. True. It looks a lot. It looks a lot better from, you know. I just have to like actually, you know, go in and remember everything. Cause I, I mean, I yeah. remember. I was. I'm pretty much starting from zero. You know, it's a completely yeah. different game than it was. At the end, yeah, true. At the end of the day, like for me, once it hits on, once it once it comes out with that definitive version, I'm gonna get it because like it was a Dragon Ball Z game. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, they got uh, what they do? They put my man Super Broly in there, so. <laughs> yes, they did. I was like, shit, I might get it off that. And Kefla. Every, All right, we can. Start. Everyone's favorite, Kefla. Everyone's everyone's favorite female saying. Remember when uh. When uh, what was it, Akira Toriyama? Didn't he say, "Man, it's hard to draw female Saiyans. That's why there are none." Yeah, <laughs> and there's like fucking five million of them now. Yeah, it's insane. It's because he doesn't draw the shits anymore. All right, all right. So, <laughs> some, some, somebody who knew better to uh, grab the reins. <laughs> they were like, "All right, buddy." Uh, let's <laughs> but yeah, outside of that, uh, more Temtem. Uh, Temtem Here. is still fun. We have a little bit of Temtem news on the docket, but uh, I believe that where I'm currently at is the last gym currently available in the early access is where I'm at. But uh, apparently, okay, there's okay. more. There's like uh, there's more shit to do after that la- said last gym. So uh, I don't know how close I am to being like done with all the content that's available right now. But more's coming. So either way, not still not mad at it. Still having fun, and. Then there's a big milestone for me. Something very important that I, I want to share with you and Please. the people. And the people. They got to know, too. I haven't mentioned it. I don't think I've mentioned it on the pod before, but I've been on a journey for the past year. 
Yeah. And last night that journey finally paid off. Oh, you caught up with One Piece? I'm all the way caught up on One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, journey? <laughs> yeah. In I'm, the manga, though, right? Yes. So I'm at caught up, caught up. Yeah. I can no longer be spoiled. There's no way for me. And let me tell you something. One Piece is getting to end game pretty fucking soon. Is it really? I thought it was 70% complete like last week or some show. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Not last week. That was a couple years ago. But yeah, like... but still, I think we're getting pretty close to Endgame. Because loot... Did we finally find the One Piece? No. Here's the thing, though. Very recently, there was... We, we've gotten a little bit of a little bit of hints towards what the One Piece could be. And the pretty much like fan theory consensus is the One Piece is not a fucking treasure. Oh, it's the friends you made along the way. No, no, no. It's it's secrets that the government don't want you to know. Hey, yo. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, there's a government? Oh, oh. oh my yeah. God. There's an overarching like government for everything? Because there's a lot of islands. There's in... a world government, yes. In World okay, Peace. okay, okay. Yeah, it's something the, gov- the government don't want you to know. Okay, okay. That's what we're okay. pretty sure. But yeah, no, we have to be reaching it soon because uh, there's a character who we don't really know much about other than we're pretty sure he's probably the big bad. Like, the big bad. Yeah, yeah. And Luffy's like scrapping with the strongest of the strong. Currently. As per usual, as he does. I know, but like now we're actually at like in in the world's like set power rankings, he is scrapping with the strongest of the strong. In these past two oh. arcs. So, uh, in one... Why do, I, why do I think that nigga Don Flamingo was the strongest? He... So, here's the thing. There's levels to this shit. I God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, in One Piece, there's two things. There's the Shichibukai, and then there's the Yonkos, right? The Shichibukais are basically pirates who are so fucking strong that the government's like, man... We, we, we're gonna let you do what you want, but don't fuck with us and we'll give you a fancy title and we won't fuck with you, right? That's people like Don, Don Flamingo, uh, Boa, like, people like that. Those are, those are people who are, like, strong enough that the government's like, please, no, we don't want smoke. Have, have a title and we won't give you smoke either. (laughs) And also, if we really need you, like, really badly, we can call you in. And in exchange for, like, us never arresting you and letting you do all the criminal shit you want to do, just, if we need you, if we need some muscle, come through. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. And then there's the Yonko. And the Yonko are the people beyond that. Are, those the, are they the, like, hey, listen, you tell us what to do. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> y- the Yonko are the four, what are, what are known as the four emperors of the sea, and they're... It, it, basically, they're the step beyond that, where it's like they're so fucking strong that we're we're not gonna mess with you, but we're also not gonna make a deal with you, <laughs> mm. right? Like the Shichibukai exists specifically so that if a Yonko ever decides to pop off, it's like all of you go. <laughs> and the Yonko are, I guess, light spoilers, but I mean, this is decades old information. <laughs> But the Yonko are uh, Shanks, uh, Big Mom, Kaido, and Whitebeard was one before uh, Marine Fort, where he, you know, big fight, where he died and shit. 
and then he was replaced by Blackbeard after that. So those are currently the four Yonko where we are in the story. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and as of where we are right now, Luffy has boxed with two of them. And that he Ooh. he's boxed with Big Mom at Whole Cake Island, and that was the previous arc. And then our current arc, Wano Country, uh, is where he's facing about to face off with Kaido. Kaido is probably my favorite of the Yonko because one of Kaido's whole deal is he just wants to die. He just wants to die, but he's too strong. Uh, they're they're one of those niggas. Yeah. So he's like, he's like always drunk and shit. Cause he just, he's like, I just want to die, but I'm too fucking strong. I can't die. Uh, the way Kaido was introduced is in a chapter, I believe literally called suicide where he jumps off of the sky Island to the earth below and lives. And is like, fuck. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But one, like, fucking hell. yeah. One piece continues to be great. Everything continues to be connected. <laughs> that world is fucking massive, and everything comes together. There's one Revelaton that I don't like too much. Where where I think it might be going, but I wouldn't. I'm not mad at it. You know, I'm just like, oh, that's not great. But in general, sick, wonderful, sublime. I'm actually now that I'm all cut up, I think I might play a. Uh, that One Piece Warriors 4 when it comes out. Because apparently... Is that the, the, is that the Musou game? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's that Musou game series. and Because apparently those Musou games are pretty good. And one's coming out next month. And that one's going to be, I believe, covering Whole Cake and Wano Country. So, mm. that's fun. I would... If I had a if I had a PS3 on me, I'd probably like just go back and check out the other ones because I'm sure they can't cost that much at this point. The right, the, right. the only one that I have a that I currently have a system on me that can play would be three. So gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So that, that was the fun shit. I'm glad I'm caught up on One Piece. I'm glad I can no longer be spoiled on One Piece. I'm undefeatable. <laughs> I'm too strong. God, you're a god. <laughs> yeah, I am god. I was also feel to be upstairs. <laughs> you know, it's great. It one thing I find really crazy is I was looking at the numbers the other day to see how much One Piece had caught up because One Piece has been in third for best-selling comic book series of all time behind Batman and yes. Superman for a while. One Piece is like two years away from passing Batman. Shit. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Something really crazy that actually happened recently was. A, another manga for the first another shonen jump manga for the first time in 10 in like a decade had managed to outsell one piece in 2019 it was a uh, demon slayer actually demon slayer outsold one piece in 2019 kinda so <laughs> what if you look at the the volumes that actually came out that year one piece dwarfed it but Demon Slayer's anime popped off last year, so it got it got a lot of sales inflation from people buying old volumes who were new fans, oh. right? Sales is sales. Sales is sales, but it's just it, it's just one of those things where it's like even if it's like because of that, it's just funny that something was finally able to do it. Yeah. Even yeah. even if it took like a bunch of back sales, but yeah. Because yeah. I'm gonna say One Piece has been running for a really long fucking time, and Demon Slayer is the one to be like, hey. <laughs> all right yeah yeah no it, it 
it's, it's just really funny but yeah if you look at the actual like sales of the volumes that came out that year there's still significantly more people reading one piece than there are reading yeah. demon slayer but gotcha. it just it got that influx from the anime and like a shit ton of people who didn't know what the fuck it was beforehand going time to buy a whole bunch of volumes from me yeah. <laughs> time to buy the old shit so another manga i need to check back in on is the promised neverland because i remember when it first came out and everybody was like oh yeah this is gonna be the one and I checked it out, and I, I really liked it, but I fell off. And now, what, like two years later, you look back at the numbers, and it's one of the fucking juggernauts. It's like a top three jug- juggernaut in Shonen Jump. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this definitely had to go places. If it kept yeah. that momentum and became, like, the top three juggernaut along with One Piece and My Hero. So, yeah. Manga is something. Yeah. Good. I'm glad manga's is thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my hero's been popping off recently. Yeah. <laughs> my two's been kind of getting crazy. My my hero's also getting pretty damn close to Endgame. <laughs> no, no, no. The man himself has said, like, oh, is it okay? Yeah, the man himself has said, like, yeah, there's not that much more of this left. That's true. If this like is this this seems like it's shaping up to be one of the last arcs. Yeah. Like I say after this one, three more. You know, one little filler between one to the lead up to the big climax and the big climax. Yeah. I can see that happening because the weather right right yeah. now. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, no. That's that's the that's like, the I feel like I feel like I feel like dude gonna finish that shit early and then he gonna come out like a beast and I'll be like, Oh shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the other weird thing about like Shonen Jump right now is you look at the top five, and most of them are about to end, or or at least they're see people are pretty sure are getting close to their conclusion. Yeah, yeah like Haiku Haiku is, I believe, currently in its last arc. Yeah, finally, God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of shit ended this uh, over the past year. I believe uh, what Food Wars ended finally. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So like. We're we're getting we're getting very close to new era like full on new era time. <laughs> yeah, like all right, everything from when you were fucking a teenager's gone now. Let's see what's let's see what's cracking. Hold on, there's the but there's like when One Piece ends, it's gonna be the craziest shit in the world. Oh yeah, that's just for just be. for the fucking everything's culture. gonna be yeah everything's gonna be fucking like in flames. Yeah, bro, <laughs> I doubt it because Oda has proven himself to be a gr- a good writer. It just hasn't fucked up in the past 20 years, but I just, like, imagine the world where One Piece ends and it's a fucking flop-ass ending. I know, right? That's what I was just about to say. Like, damn, what if that shit end, like, trash? That... Like, the One Piece really is all the friends they made along the way. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. You, I know, I know, I'm trying to, like, keep it, because this stuff is, like, relatively new, so it isn't, like, decades-old information, but it's... I don't think we're pretty sure it's not the friend you made along the way. Look, you keep saying that, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> the government secrets are the friends you made along the way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. One, one Piece is cool. One Piece is pretty cool. Let's talk about musics. Let's get it. We only have like two topics. Yeah. One of them, I think, me and you already really talked about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, if you guys man. remember from, I believe, last week it was on the docket. Yes. Uh, Boozy went on a, uh, 
a very a very everything phobic rant against D Wade's daughter in a Planet oh, Fitness. Boy. Boozy has since been bl- banned from Planet Fitness, and he went he took to Instagram posted a video rant where he called the he said that he was banned because the manager at the Planet Fitness was gay and saw the video and did not like what he had to say. But not only was it because they were gay, it was because they were racist gays. He said that he said that in a, a lot he less said that in worse words. He said that in <laughs> worse words, but he said that it's because they are racist gays that they do not want him in their establishment. Yeah, that's okay. We 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 yeah we uh, we gotta do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we specifically he has to do better. Yeah, this nigga <laughs> a whole ass celebrity doing this fuck shit, man. Yeah, Boozy is just not doing great. <laughs> nah, he's not. Uh, uh-uh. this is not king shit. This is the opposite of king shit. This is the very opposite of king shit. Uh, you know, it's just uh, don't don't you love it when when a my, person of minority descent set starts going in on uh, saying. Some really, really bigoted shit to a different minority group, and then when they're called out, no, it is the world that is racist against me. I- I'm just tired of that shield. It's gross. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's awful. It's trifling, even. It's fucking awful. Uh, let's talk about some black excellence. Uh, Jay Z and Yo Gotti help a 150 inmates file a second lawsuit over conditions in Mississippi uh, prisons. Which we, yeah. yeah, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, Jay Z mm-hmm, and Yo Gotti mm-hmm. helping to inmates who don't have the resources to sue, and they are helping sue on their behalf because Mississippi prisons are apparently ha- have some really shit conditions, and prisoners keep coming up dead and missing, and the <laughs> the state just seems not to give a shit. So we yeah, this ha- is awful. You have to make them give a shit by. Hitting them in the wallet. And Jay-Z and Yo Gotti are helping them do that. So, salute. King shit. Very, very king shit. Oh, boy. This next one. <laughs> I, I I think I heard a little bit about this. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to... We're going to skip to albums. And I'm going to do Royce's album first. And then jump back to this point. So, Royce to 59, he dropped his new album The Allegory. This is his follow-up to his 2018 album Book of Ryan, which was a phenomenal phenomenal album, really good. Really good album, very personal. Uh, this should not be called The Allegory. I don't think Royce knows what an allegory is. Isn't that like a story that kind of relates to something else? Yeah. There's not like really a a story through line or really any metaphor. He's being very very clear. How do you know? He's being maybe very. Just, maybe, he's, maybe, he's, maybe you just don't know. <laughs> he's being very clear about what he is saying to do. There's like. That's what you think. There's like the first track on the album has like a three minute Hotep speech at the front of like. Here it is. Oh, here it is. A story or poem or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral there, or political. There, there is not a hidden meaning. The politics are very, <laughs> very in your face on this project, which I like. So. I'm happy that the politics are in your face. 
This shit's not us. Not no. a, it's not. It's not like uh, Animal Farm. It is not like Animal Farm. No, there is. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as as Royce does, varsity, varsity, bars, bars. It is very. It is very dense lyrically and content wise in general. It's gonna take more than one listen. It's gonna take more than one listen. But mm-hmm. here's some and the production. So he this entire project is self produced. It's yeah. his first project that's entirely self-produced. And the production is really good and really diverse, actually. Like, he switches it up a lot. Uh, one of my favorite beats on here is on uh, FUBU, where the beat just sounds like something bad's about to fucking happen. And then I, and then I guess it does because he spits an anti-vax bar. <laughs> mm. But yeah, mm. Rhinestone Do-Rag has some just very yummy political commentary on it uh i can't be under the thumb of a man who seems attracted to his own daughter like shit like that and all three of the tracks with the griselda with a griselda member on it are fire overcomer with west side gun and upside down with benny the butcher which are were both singles and then fubu with conway the machine which is not a single cut but also one of my favorite cuts off of this project outside of the anti-vax bar but we'll, we're gonna get to that that I have two big problems with this project, and that is, for as much as Royce hangs out with M, and as immature as M still is, right? You said immature. <laughs> it, immature I said immature, but I guess we can make it remix it into a pun. But yes, as immature as M is, at the very least, at the very least, M figured out. Let's just not gash, yeah, gash, bash the gays anymore. Yeah, like, that shit's kind of dead. M figured that out. And Royce had seemed to figure that out on the Book of Ryan. There wasn't a lot of that. But here, it just seems to keep coming up in random places. Like, last wait, week... Is it the fact, wait, is he bashing gay people? Or is it the fact that we stop bashing gay people that keeps coming up? No, it's... It's he's saying... He's saying shit that is... That is very much homophobic that he's trying to make... Have a point. And it doesn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the slippery slope. Exactly, and it doesn't have a point. Like, for example, like the, those opening lines off of uh, the off of Upside Down that I, that I was talking about last week, or what maybe the week before that, where it was like, well, the gay niggas trying to fuck the straight niggas that trying to fuck the gay bitches that look just like the straight niggas, like yeah, like that dumb shit. Or like, the, what are you saying to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or there's one thing where he was, uh, I can't remember which track it was, but there's one track on here where. He's he says something he says something homophobic and then it, it then it's like but and then it's like well that isn't deep of me you know and it's like okay you're pointing out that what you said really didn't have a point outside of a low blow gay joke right yeah pointing it out doesn't make you clever or make it better Royce <laughs> it really doesn't yeah nah and, it doesn't at all and then. You're not, you're not doing good, King. Yeah. And then beyond that, we have the frequent anti-vax bars in this project. So at some point between his last album and this one, Royce became an anti-vaxxer. And it is literally just some of the dumbest shit ever. And that's what ties into our other news story, where post the album coming out, he had an interview where he was explaining his anti-vax bars, and it was 
not great. <laughs> I don't understand. He, sound, he sounded like a fucking moron. Let's, like, put it simply. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the direct quotes. Uh, let's see. One more thing about the song Tricked. This is the question he was being asked. On the, the list of people doing the tricking, you have the Centers for Disease Control and the authors of the medical studies who say there's no link between vaccines and autism. When you rap... He said all that in a song? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> and this, this is only one song. Anyway, uh, from day one at the hospital, they target our... Ch- and this is what the line was. From day one at the at the hospital, they target our children, say they're going to immunize them, they somehow get autism. Why did you include lyri- lyrics saying there is? I have a. Ch- I how do you how do you say autism in a fucking lap lyric? I don't. And here's <laughs> how do you sit there, go to the studio, and be like, "Yeah, this is the thing I want to poke at today." <laughs> this is where my mind's at. Yeah, for real. All right, so this is the. Uh, his response was, "I have a child on the spectrum. All of my kids have been vaccinated. Within the last couple of years, I started being just real, being a real, real information junkie." I started doing a lot of fact-checking and a lot of reading. A lot more reading than I was doing before. You got the regular facts that get presented to you. And then you have the other facts that you got to go research. Well, I found that I was able to draw a correlation between autism and vaccines. I found vaccination link, vaccinations link back to autism in many ways. And my wife is not anti-vax. So if I was ever going to have more kids, we'd probably have to figure out a way to meet, to meet halfway. <laughs> We're going to stick the needle halfway in. I was going to say, yeah, what the hell? What do you mean, meet me halfway? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? So I'm not... <laughs> don't meet me halfway when it comes to vaccinate. Oh. So I'm not in any way trying to encourage people not to get their children vaccinated. I encourage you to believe what you want to believe. The interviewer then asks... Isn't there a danger being a public figure in bringing up this disproven link between autism and vaccines that you might be discouraging your audience from getting your, their kids vaccinated? It's not a danger because I'm speaking the facts. I hate you. People, I hate you so much. People who are against anti-vaxxers, where are their facts at? What facts do they have? Was there something that America told them? Because I operate under the edict that American America is guilty till proven innocent. There are studies from many different countries. It's not simply America. It's not just the CDC. Okay, well, I study what I want to believe. And that's the fucking part. That's so stupid. That's so... You can't <laughs> pick and shoot. And that's the fucking part right there. You absolute, absolute when back, like I uh, hate you. That mentality, that fucking mentality where you're backed into your absolute mental corner. There is nothing else on your side saying you're Just right. Just say you're wrong. And so you have to say, fuck it. I'm doubling down. I study what I want to believe. <laughs> that just doesn't, that's the whole, that just, that, 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 that. yeah, <laughs> I can't even talk. But that wait, like defeats the purpose but wait, Trev, there's more. Oh, lordy, lordy. But Royce, this is still the interviewer asking a question, but Royce, this is a belief that has been constantly disproven. To which Nickel responds, do you have any children on the spectrum? (sighs) (laughs) No, I do not. So how are you going to tell me how to feel about my son? And this is the other gross part, because you'd rather have a dead child than an autistic one. 
That's so. <laughs> That's literally all that statement means to me. Whenever I see anti-vaxxers going, "Wah, autism." Well, so you'd rather have a dead child than an autistic one. Your love is conditional. You shouldn't be breeding. You shouldn't be a parent. You should not They're be terrible. Breeding. Yeah. They're awful. Fuck these niggas, bro. Come on now. <laughs> we gotta do better. <laughs> Royce, you gotta do better. To which he responds. Wait, there's just this last part. Oh, no. The the interviewer tries to you know tell him I'm not telling you how to feel about your son, but Royce cuts him off and says it hasn't been disproven. It hasn't been disproven. And then he, what did he end the interview like? Yeah, my album's out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> my album's out. Go get it. Go cop. And one of the points he brings up, which is fair, is the history America has with medical racism and the and the medical system not always being the fairest or treating black people the best here in America, but come the fuck on. Come on. And it's just so funny because there's such a... And it just shows that being able to sound eloquent and intelligent lyrically does not mean you're very smart. Yeah, no... Not in the slightest, actually. It, like, there this were people... That, 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 one of the very common takes I saw when this interview came out was people going, Hey, I, man, he sounds so smart and eloquent in his lyrics. I can't believe he's da-da-da-da-da. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's a fucking moron who studies what he wants to believe. And then it's like, you know, just because, like, he spits some, like, well-put well political bars doesn't mean... He, he knows what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, you can about. be smart about politics, but then to be dumb in other areas of your life. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You're allowed to say, don't kill black people. You know, that's a very common take that we all share. Yeah. But then you can yeah. say some dumb shit. You could turn around and say some dumb shit like, you know. I study uh, what I want to believe. rights don't exist or some dumb bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's just, it, you, you're an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, all in all, uh, God. all in all. That those two things are the big things that really took me out of this project. Other uh, like out if those things were just poofed out of this album, it would jump up several pegs for me as far as quality goes. I feel that. I feel that. But it's just there's too much, man. It's just too much. All right. Next album, Princess Nokia drops. Everything is beautiful and everything sucks. So. Oh, <laughs> Princess Nokia, New York singer, rapper. Uh, I'd I'd say probably her most critically acclaimed project would be her. Oh, what year was it? We'll look it up. We'll be. I'm gonna look it up and be accurate. Yeah, it, her 2017 album, 1992 Deluxe, is probably her most critically acclaimed album. That one got a decent amount of buzz. But then after that, she kind of took a weird direction where she released like a punk EP and then nothing 98 punks? N not not as bad as 98 punks trajectory. Alright, cool. But, so, this is her first project since that punk EP. First two projects because what she did was, I believe yesterday actually, dropped Everything Sucks at midnight and then like at noon Everything Is Beautiful came out. And okay. these are two full-length albums, and neither of them are very good, at least in my opinion. Uh, Everything Sucks is obviously the one I heard first, Yeah. and it is just, it's and it's more punk than it is rap, and it's just 
unbear unbearably angsty in a very shallow way where mm. it's just like huh, I have oh, all of my bitches are in mosh pits and I'll stab you eh. it's I, there's not a single track that I think I enjoyed off of Everything Sucks. All my bitches are in mobs pits and I'll stab you. Yeah. Pretty much. Then there was Everything is Beautiful, which I hated for the complete opposite way, where it was it was shallow, it was very shallowly optimistic. <laughs> right? So, Everything Sucks was was like a kiddie pool of pessimism. pessimism. And then she released this right after and... It was, I, I stepped out of the kiddie pool of pessimism. You know, my ankles are nice and wet. And then I stepped into a puddle. <laughs> I stepped into a puddle of happiness. All right, all right. It is just, it felt like I got punched in the ear by a boxing glove full of sugar. That's what everything is beautiful fucking sounds like. <laughs> the, all right, not bad. It, I, the only, so I guess... don't bother. Sugar honey, oh. sugar honey iced tea is all right off of, off of uh, everything is beautiful and uh, I don't I don't know uh, soul sofu e adobo that was pretty okay all right not great project next con so con uh, a, a pretty a pretty a, a pretty prolific figure in the underground really hasn't had like a big breakthrough at any point but it's just been steadily making good music for years and people like him right uh he he's coming with this new project 29 and here's my all big right, thing right. with con con is talented he has excellent beat selection he, and he can rap his ass off but he struggles to step outside of the shadow of his contemporaries and what i mean by that is you you can very much tell what other rappers Khan likes, if that makes sense. Right? There's there's very much a flavoring of... The biggest comparison he gets is Kendrick, and it's just hard not to hear it and see it. Yeah. he He's very influenced by his contemporaries, and he's just never managed to, like, branch out enough into a lane where it's like, okay, this is Khan. When I think in my head what a Khan song sounds like, this is what a Khan song sounds like. Not anything okay, else. Okay. Now that that aside, this is a very good project. Uh, one thing, one issue I will say I have with it is now bars on point, flows on point, beat selection good. It's pretty fucking samey. He usually does a pretty good job switching things up throughout the track list. Uh, it things got pretty samey over the half hour run of this for me. Okay. But yeah. Uh. It's not bad music by any means. Check it out. Check it out. And last project that we had that came out, we have El Camino and 38 Special drop Martyr's Prayers. Now, I just have to say something about 38 Special that I don't think I've said on the pod yet. And this, he might be the hardest working man in hip-hop. Oh, I like that. Because 38 Special, we talk about other artists staying with a feature, staying with a project. 38 Special stays with projects. I mean, whether it's he's producing something for somebody, he's mixing an entire project, he's rapping an entire project, no matter what the fuck it is, he stays with a project. His workflow and his output are ridiculous. All right. Yeah, I feel like his name has come a lot, come up a lot in these, like, how long we've been doing the pod? Like six months now? Yeah, exactly. No, not six months. 
It's been October. Holy fuck. <laughs> but yeah, for however long we've been doing the pod, it's been, yeah, six months, October 7th. Yeah. Holy 38 Special keeps coming up because 38 Special stays yeah. with a fucking project. Uh, this is him on the production side of things. So he produced it, and El Camino is the one rapping the entire project. And uh, mm-hmm. if you guys have not gotten the gist by six months in, I like crime music. <laughs> My ears. And this is this is this is this is crime music at its crime, finest. Crime, crime? Yes. Uh, but you know, sometimes we step outside of the the what the range of crime music to get into some other subject matter, like with legal money, where the entire thing is still crime music, but it's talking about flipping your dirty money into legal money, and yeah, rent in the neighborhood. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, two K twenty is an absolute banger. So is Young Lords, and this is also a very short project, like fifteen minutes. Uh, lended a fucking ear. Singles. So, first we have Injury Reserve uh, coming off of their 2018, sorry, not 2018, 2019 debut out, al- self-titled debut album, which was one of my favorites of last year, top ten. And Injury Reserved over the last three days dropped three singles. So we'll see what happens tonight if a project comes out. Oh boy! Because they just kind of kept going. But yeah, uh, the three singles are Waste Management, Hoodwinked, and Rock and Roll. Uh, the only track out of these three I really didn't feel was Hoodwinked. Uh, it was... It was... It was Bad Noisy. Where, like... I, I, you know you know me, Trev. I like me some noise. But this was noise that did not have a good enough through line for me to yeah, thoroughly enjoy it. I will say hoodwinked. Yeah. Hoodwinked did not waste management and rock and roll. However, were two very solid singles, and it All just right. makes me want more. I want more injury reserve. I'm waiting for what they do next. Next yeah. song of the fucking decade. Oh, this is a song of the fucking decade already. It just started to. This is a song of the goddamn decade, um, boy. I got a man I'm at the. You know he's a small enough artist. I, I'm. We might get away with this at the risk of getting this episode taken down. <laughs> the people need to hear it, at least a little bit of it. Yes, sir. If episode eighteen don't come out. You know why? <laughs> well, they won't know why. This. You ain't with the shits if that line didn't connect for you. Uh, if you ain't if you ain't hear that one, I don't know what's wrong with you. He just don't got ears. For real. So, uh, a little backstory on this. Uh, this is the very first song that this artist, RMR, has ever put out. It yeah, came, I'm, I, I looked at that Spotify. I ca- looked at the YouTube. It came out literally... It came out literally today, and it is titled Rascal. The reason why it's titled Rascal is because it is meant to sound like the country group Rascal Flats. But, uh, he's talking about... talking about crimey crime. He's talking about street <laughs> shit. 
Yo, for real, <laughs> if this song don't pop off, like if Twitter don't make this, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, if this song don't pop off and meme off, I'm going to be pissed. People are pretty sure so this is an industry plant because this is his first track ever. And when it when it came out like this morning at like midnight and like big people <laughs> were fucking talking about it. It had a Pigeons and Planes article like day one. It had a Zach Fox tweeted about it. Okay. Yeah, and, oh yeah. And oh, Isaiah yeah. Rashad tweeted about it. Alright. And this song had <laughs> and this song still has under a thousand listens on Spotify. Oh, we gonna get it up there. Oh yeah, for sure. Single handedly. We're gonna get it up there. Don't worry. Don't get I me wrong. I love this song. I listen to it all day on YouTube. Today. I, I'm gonna say I love this song, but this dude's a plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if this song pops off and this nigga ends up like really, really popping off, then yeah. This this plant city. But like this nigga, oh my god. Like bitches that broke I, I will, my heart. I will forever stand by the they fact became hoes I scammed. Gave. They should have never gave you niggas music. They should have gave niggas music sooner. <laughs> no. They should have never gave y'all niggas instruments. Nor- I don't care who did it. I don't care what happened to where niggas got music. Normalize the black-white music cross-up. If not music, they should have never gave y'all niggas piano. Because <laughs> <laughs> this shit is nuts. <laughs> he was going off. I'm like, yo. Bro. Man, I'm telling you, like, I'm about to have to change all of my bios, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to like have to make my profile pick all black and change all my bios to Bitch bitches that broke my heart. They became hoes I scam. Scam. Oh my god. That that oh that bark that was some heat. That was some heat. That was some heat. That's how you rinse the neighborhood. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> the, the the streets are indeed changed. Big change. Big change. Honestly, I, I can see the streets doing better for this. We need more niggas singing about the hood shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, sing about the hood shit. Don't rap. Quit yelling at me over a damn beat. Talk about you gonna fuck my bitch. I'm gonna listen to it. Quit it. <laughs> Quit it. Serenade me. Serenade a nigga. <laughs> Serenade me. I'm trying to listen to this shit in the bubble bath, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Next, uh, JPEG Mafia drops bald. Okay. Pretty standard JPEG Mafia track. Mm. Uh, I kind of like the rollout of this, of him going, my new track will reach the bald demographic. Then it came out and it was actually just called Bald, and it had bars about having shaved his head. One thing I didn't like is all the white people who were like, this song changed my life, and were like adding him with pictures of them shaving their heads. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What? Uh, yeah, so that was something. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. All right, uh, we can really blow through these next. Amine drops shimmy. Uh, for those who don't know, Amine, he's the Caroline guy. Uh, Pat thing, yeah, that song. But fuck. Oh my god. I feel like right, here's the thing. He, he's somebody who is critically respected, but he's kind of pump, you know, known to the general public as the. Caroline guy. Caroline guy, even though he's put out two quality projects. And this is the first piece of music he's put out since his last, I believe, since his last project in 2018. Oh no, he dropped like a song last year. But yeah, it, this is this is what people believe is the rollout to his next project. The track is entitled Shimmy. And it's alright. 
He has much, much better songs than this. It's not awful. Will it reach Caroline acclaim? Absolutely not. He. What about at least reel it in? It might reach reel it in. Oh, okay. It might reach. It, it might. It reel might. It I got the bag. Yeah, that, that's the other one. If you don't know Caroline, there's reel it in. But yeah, no, Amina. I just like Amina as a person, like as a personality of a rapper. Everything I've seen of him, of interviews, how he acts in public. Like I remember, yeah. like the it was he he went on Genius and did the whole like music video director breakdown thing for Reel It In, and he was talking about how like he was talking about how they how they had like a basically a big old like barrier built so like you know the models they had hired you know could be themselves and have you know. And, and, and do and do model shit without getting lurched on by random yeah, niggas on the street. Oh yeah, because they was outside. Yeah. Or or like the whole like when he went on a tiny desk and he performed Caroline and he was like, "Killer, if you ain't black, don't say it." No, <laughs> <Nope. laughs> nah, I, I I fuck with him, Mina. I fuck with the vision. Of course, of course. All right, next, Joey Badass. This is not a thing that's officially on streaming. It was just a freestyle that was posted to social media, but it was a good freestyle. So I thought I mentioned it. Uh, Joey Badass, also a New York artist. Uh, he just dropped a Pop Smoke tribute freestyle that was pretty good. So I just wanted to mention it. Mm-hmm. Uh, SZA and JT drop the other side. <laughs> this nigga JT is making his rounds. Apparently this is from like like the Trolls soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's not I great. guess not much about not much about the song needs to be said then. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 some bubblegum kids movie safe shit, but a good yeah. song nonetheless. Yeah, no, there's no but. I mean, I, I'll, I'll I'll kill anybody to hear another SZA verse. <laughs> I said it's got SZA on it. Say less. All right, <laughs> and now we have the track that must be discussed. Rick Ross oh drops season ticket holder featuring Dwayne Wade. The one and only Dwayne Wade. Yes, the basketball player Dwayne Wade. D Wade. It's uh. It's not a great song. No. That, uh, that D Wade's outro though. Fuck, <laughs> I don't know what Dwayne Wade thought he was fucking doing on this goddamn track, but he wasn't killing it. He was not. I I feel like they got. Like, too, I feel like they were way too dedicated to the. Uh, to the f- f- <laughs> season ticket holder theme of the track. You think, you think like Rick Ross made this shit first, and then D Way he uh, he got D Way the A and R for him. And he was like, wait, let me let me uh let me talk let me my shit. <laughs> I can't wait till LeBron gets a feature on something. I was surprised that oh, I was so LeBron I, about to get a feature on that next Drake album, bro. I was surprised LeBron didn't say because he A and R rapper go to the league. And that yeah. one's literally about rapping or going to the league. I was surprised when that came out and LeBron didn't talk any shit on it but don't forget staying in his lane. with rap or go to the league lebron invented the deluxe album <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh my god for those of you who don't know uh when two chains last album uh rap or go to the league came out last year and Le- that was 2019 i thought that was 2018 Fuck. 20 it might have been 2018 i could be i could be misremembering but yeah when that came out, and LeBron was the A&R and executive producer for it, uh, he was doing an interview, and he was like, yeah, so we're really going to really change up the streaming game by putting out this version, and then like a week later, we're going to put out a version with some cut songs. 
and he said it unironically like he was innovating and like deluxe albums have never existed before so you know what mr king james sir i believe you invented the deluxe album i mean he also invented the bible king james version he did invent the bible mm-hmm. he also invented podcasting mm-hmm. yep but barbershop he, talk he, yeah. he, he, he invented barbershop talk he invented being a hip-hop fit head like honestly, before LeBron, nobody spoke in the barbershop. I remember being a kid and not saying a single word. No, no, nobody said any hotep shit while they were giving me a lineup. Oh my god! Remind me. <laughs> Black men have schlongs. <laughs> <laughs> Look that one up when you get a it's chance, really people. Sickening. Black men have schlongs. If you cannot oh, control you yourself. Right. If you can't control yourself from eating the chicken, you'll never be able to control the schlong. <laughs> Last single. <laughs> Rap Ferreira, a.k.a. Milo, drops Leaving Hell. So, for those Didn't he fucking retire? Yes. So, uh, for those who don't know, Milo, uh, he is pretty prolific figure in like, the underground like art rap subgenre. So, Open Mic Eagle fucking Kenny Siegel he's running with all of those boys and he makes like if you guys think Earl Sweatshirt is dense and un, dense and un, un, undecipherable and you gotta you're gonna need a few listens Milo is on a different league <laughs> and I've always I've always liked that about him I like Milo's music I like most of Milo's discography but what happened was Milo put out a album in 2018 and it was not critically panned. It did not get bad critical reception. It just got worse critical reception than his previous projects, right? And he said, fuck this, you don't understand me, I'm an artist, and announced his retirement. It wasn't even bad reception? No, it was, yeah, this is good. Not as good as who told you to think or so the flies don't come, but this was good. Yeah. Mm. So, we cut to 2019, and Rap Ferreira shows up on the scene. Who's just Milo, under a different name. And my theory at this point is that Milo was most definitely just tired of being Milo. Because around the time that his quality as Milo's dropping, there was another name he dropped music under that he had been dropping music under. It wasn't on some I'm quitting being Milo shit. But it was another alter ego he dropped music under and that quality output stayed up so i genuinely believe he might have just been tired of being milo because he dis- he leaves comes back as rap ferreira and okay. his quality has been back up i didn't include it on one of any of the dockets but he he has a project coming out at the beginning of april i believe and his first tr- single off of it doldrums was impeccable and this track here leaving hell is also impeccable and it make it really annoys me that he made all that hubbub about retiring because i really feel like he was just tired of being milo <laughs> like the name milo he's just like I yeah don't it. yeah it's the only thing i could think of as to why he switched his name and then his quality's back up and he seems to be in like a much better headspace it's not like the people who it's not like different people are listening to him <laughs> Yeah. It's all of the same niggas who were listening to you when you were Milo, but I digress. It's good. Uh I need some I need some new art rap. The art rap niggas have been kinda quiet. 
They've been quiet. They've been writing. <laughs> honest, honest, fucking Lee. Like I'm wait, I'm waiting on They've it. Been keeping their mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting on a new Open Mic Eagle album since Brick Body Kids Still Daydream in 2017 was one of my favorites that year. Absolutely amazing. Closest thing we got was uh, he had a show on Comedy Central called The New Negroes, and that had like a rap in it every episode, and so they put that out as kind of a a mini album. But those were meant to more be funny than anything else. That's where that uh, one song "Woke as Me" came from. Ah, uh. there's also but, and so it's like I'm really waiting on him to like do something again. I mean, I was I I guess I was pretty pretty sustained because last year, uh, Billy Woods, who was another big name in that, dropped twice, and Hemlock Ernst dropped once, and yeah. The art rap niggas, they, they stay in the background and they pop up and they make good things. I really am hope I'm really hopeful for this new rap Ferreira album. R.I.P. Milo. R.I.P. Alright. Vidya. Alright. Let's get it. Let's get right into it. So first and foremost, we have Kazuhisha Hashimoto, the programmer who created the Konami code, has passed away. He passed away last night, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yep. So. R.I.P. R.I.P. The guy. That's a legend. Next, we have Samurai Jack Battle Through Time announced. I never, I didn't know I wanted this until I saw the trailer, and I wanted. Yeah, me either. I was like, "Yo, is this gonna take me through the whole show?" Because I was like, there was before Jack, and then Jack with the uh, battle armor on. I was like, "Hey." It looks like it's going through all five seasons. It's fucking fine with me. Yeah. It, it looks kind of wonky, but it does look a little wonky, but like it looks like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. but hey, yeah, if it's dope. good, it's good. Yep. Next, Warframe to get a Spirit and Smash, so that's pretty cool. Uh, the Lotus from Warframe is being added to Smash as a Spirit. Yeah, that's that. Uh, that's the bitch with the look like the uh, uh, the Predator type shit. Yeah, with the helmet. With the helmet, yeah, it's, there it is. Voiced by the one and only Space Mom. Oh. Uh, but yeah, nothing much to say about that other than uh, good on digital extremes. You know, that's a game that has proven to have longevity and only gets better. So, cool. Next, Hasbro announces that Baldur's Gate 3 will be releasing as an early access title. Remember, for those of you who don't know what the Baldur's Gate franchise is, these are story-driven uh, isometric uh, Western RPGs. It's really early access. So what's that mean? So we're really <laughs> a story-driven game in early access. I just want to make you sure. Gonna, people... What you gonna do? Add more story as I go as I go on? Like, are you gonna stop me at one point and then finish the rest? Or are you gonna like? Am I gonna be able to play through the whole thing? And it's like, oh yeah, play through it again to get like more story detail. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this? Yep. What does that mean? I, I just want to know what it means. Yeah. I've also noticed that I'm also happy that they backed out super hard on being a. Uh, Stadia exclusive because if you check now, the game is also coming out for just Windows in general. That's fine with me as long as it's not on the Stadia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and a sister story to this is a bunch of screenshots of the game leaked, and uh, game's fucking pretty. Yeah, it don't look bad at all. I'm I'm really happy that they made the switch to uh, first person cutscenes. So isometric game isometric gameplay, and then when you're in a conversation with a 
character. It like zooms in or something. Yeah, it switches to first person. Yeah, that's pretty clean. I like that. Not much to say about that other than the game's pretty. Oh, put it, putting an RPG in early access doesn't make very much fucking sense. And I know that that's coming from the Temtem guy, but like, it's a, story doesn't fucking matter in Temtem. <laughs> story doesn't fucking matter in Temtem. It's about the Thames, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never say that again. <laughs> it's about the Thames, dog. Uh, Come on, man. It's all about my Thames. Yeah. Oh, uh, next. Whew. Hey, look, look, look. This is all you, King. This is all you. <laughs> You're not going to be ready when this shit deep, boy, when these bars go to your dome. <laughs> so the director of Guilty Gear Strive, Daisuke Ishidawari, has said... Say his the- name again. Daisuke Ishidawari. <laughs> Yeah. With a capital D and a capital I, of course. <laughs> uh, says that despite early fan fears, Strive will be the deepest game in the entire Guilty Gear series. See? You have no choice but to trust him. No, no, I have a choice. And it's show me <laughs> that. Because they've ever since the game came out, they've been saying, oh no, it's still deep, trust us. But they haven't done anything to show us. And then, <laughs> Nothing deep? Yeah, no. And then people keep making the excuse of, oh, it's because we keep seeing gameplay from people who don't know how to play it well if the devs know that people think the game won't be deep why don't the devs who know how to play the game show us the deep shit all i need all i'm gonna need is pretty much uh i'm gonna need elf to get back in no lost soul to get the no. six for a little bit okay and well, then that's fine. and then we're gonna know how deep it is I, I see. I always have that gut reaction to Elfelt because I forget. <laughs> so Elfelt, like no, 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 no. <laughs> I forget that I like Lost Soul but hate Elfelt. <laughs> see what the crazy. See what the crazy part is. She's not dead in lore, is she? <laughs> I don't she think so. Back. You know she's coming back. Yep. She coming back. We no have gotten rid of all of her stances and unblockables because we thought they would streamline and make the gameplay more fun. We had to cut moves from her somewhere. Every character in Strive has less moves. Let me stop before I get mad again. <laughs> but we're deep, I swear. But we're deep, <laughs> I swear. Guys. I promise. Guys, you saw... Guys, Potemkin can do shoulder flick into shoulder into flick. That's deep, right? Combos aren't dead. That's the thing that pissed me off so much. Is when that <laughs> shit came... When that, when that new game... There was some ga- gameplay footage of pros who had gotten like a day to lab it playing... And there was like one, like there was like one chip wall climb combo, and one like Potemkin loop, and everyone was like, "Combos aren't dead, dirt." Hey, well, <laughs> either combos aren't dead or uh, Potemkin is the best character in the game. <laughs> uh, I think it's definitely gonna be Chip, because Chip Chip just has systems that let him like work around the restrictions of Strive. <laughs> Like, being able to, like, you know, combo moves off of wall run vertically so that they don't hit the wall and you're not forced to stop your combo. Also... I love Chip. Also, everybody, everybody who was saying that you can choose not to break the corner, they just slide down. Then you get Oki. Oki isn't dead, you fucking idiots. Guess what? That slide down is techable. It's techable, you stupid bitch. Get out of my ear. You have to break the corner. You have to break the corner. Oki is dead. Oki is dead. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see about that one. Literally, look, look. All I'm saying is I'm reading the docket. It says it right here. 
It's the deepest game in the series. He said I so. I have no so. choice but to delete, but to believe this. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, talk about these. Uh, talk about these uh, Street Fighter Five rules. All right. Sweet? So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Street Fighter Five is going to be at the Intel Open at the Olympics this year. Mm-hmm. And they recently released the rules, and they're uh, not great. <laughs> so, Ooh, tell me more, King. Uh, local Olymp- So any qualifier that is played locally will be played on PC. In, in instead of being played on the same PC, it will be played online in the same room, at on LAN. Wait, what the fuck? Yes. Huh. So they will be played. The matches will be played on two different PCs in the same room uh, in an online lobby instead of just being played on one PC. On the one PC? That doesn't make any sense. Now, I un- I understand why they're doing PC instead of PS4, which is, because PS4, I mean, PS4 is the tournament standard, but it's the Intel Open. They're going to make you play on PCs, right? Yeah, they're going to make you play on them i9s. So whatever. <laughs> i11. But having whatever. a local qualifier and then saying you have to play online. But that's not the only part. They're basically intentionally stacking it to get more superstars to give basically the average Joe Schmo player less of a shot. Because the open qualifier events are single elimination, while the closed invite-only qualifier events get to be double elimination. Hey, look, we're going to get another Mena RD situation coming to fuck your shit up. <laughs> Talking that trash. Ooh, me? <laughs> I'm. I just think. But yeah, no, it's you fucking. Said Joe Schmo. No, this is stupid. This is absolutely. This is dumb. fucking gross. <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah. Like, what is the point? It's Intel doesn't know how fighting games work, and pr- probably nobody from the fighting game community who's actively working with Intel on this has the <laughs> balls to tell Intel that's not how we do things. Yeah. They're probably like, I don't know, they probably got so much shit because it's the Olympics, and they're like, all right, well, we need to put somebody in charge here. And then they're like, all right, well, yeah. we'll take care of it. Did, and then they kind of they kind of hear what the fighting game community does, but not really. Yeah. The whole thing reeks of either they didn't ask somebody who's actively involved with the FGC and knows how these things work, or they did, and that person didn't have enough balls to go, that's not right, you need to change this. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Jabaley. I don't know. No, yeah, man. Tio Valle. I'm looking at you, uh, Mr. Wizard. Yeah. I do blame Mr. Wizard in all circumstances. <laughs> Intel gave him rib money. What can we say? We can't stop him. Yeah, we can't stop that. All right, next. Select GameStop locations will be experimenting with more community involvement, hosting tournaments and events in stores with prizes to drum up more business. Ga- the GameStop head of innovation says this is an experiment not a Hail Mary to save the company. Why haven't they been doing this? <laughs> like, I bet, you know what? I bet it's the GameStop locations that are pretty cool, like that are pretty big, not the ones that fit in, like, the side next to the Kroger or some shit. Yeah. N- n- like, I bet these are the ones that are, like, decent, well, like decently sized rooms so you can. Ones that, don't, ones that don't got a gate they shit at night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, so, I mean, this is good, but, like, you know, it's not going to come to every GameStop location. But I well, well, it, for now, we'll see how it turns out. But yeah, no, there's yeah. definitely a space limitation on a lot of them that won't let this happen. 
Right, so if and they also, have some sort of expansion plan. Also, GameStop, this is definitely a Hail Mary. That's the only reason I included that quote is because, come on, this is... Yeah, it's an experiment, but this is definitely a Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is like... This is like, if this don't work, then you don't know what the fuck gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> like, after this GameStop, I don't even know what's gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, next, we have following leaks of COD Modern Warfare's Battle Royale mode Warzone, Activision Blizzard subpoenaed Reddit, demanding that they provide oh them God. with the leaker's personal information. The subpoena was upheld in court, God. and now Reddit has until February 29th to hand over the information. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck Reddit, bro. I mean, no, but like, God damn, they said, Yo, I want everything. I want his name. <laughs> they were like, I want to know what he ate for name. breakfast. I want all of this post. Where is, Are we going to cross-reference it on Facebook? We're going we gonna to find out where his grandma stay. Hey, come outside, player. Get your mail. Get your mail. Hey, nah, what they going to do is they're going to find out this nigga. They're going to find these niggas. They're going to realize they, uh, they, uh, they, um, what they do. They moderate the feet porn subreddit. They're going to be like, ah, jeez. They're going to dive a little too deep. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Now I got to scroll through all this foot porn. <laughs> oh no, my day you is fucking freak. Yeah, no, there's then there's like the one guy at Activision Blizzard's offices who's like, I'll take this for for the team. For the team. For the team, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a hard drive for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a work from home. <laughs> Give me that shit. This is so silly. So wait, COD didn't have a battle warfare mode, but the uh COD Modern Warfare didn't have a battle royale mode, but Black Ops Black 4 Ops did, did, yes. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Why aren't... Okay, I forgot they're made by, like, different studios. Why aren't they all on the same fucking page? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get why there's got to be three different CODs. I don't. Because people like, buy it, it. What was it? Black Ops is Modern Warfare. What was the other one? That, like, came out recently? Uh, No, no, no. I mean, like, there were, like... One was... Black Ops was made by Treyarch. Yeah. Modern Warfare is made by Infinity Ward. Yeah. I thought there was a third one. There is, but... I can't remember. I'm blanking on the name of the company. Well, regardless, why don't why can't they all just be on the same like kind of page? You know what I'm saying? Why are we tracking down somebody for leaking something? <laughs> leaking a game <laughs> mode everybody knew was coming. Right, like come on. The last I mean, one had battle royale. Right, especially in this day and age, like you're already done. Like here it is. You're already done fucked up by not having it on release. I guess. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> now you sitting there like hey I heard a secret that they gonna do it and now I guess I feel like they're only getting the personal information so they can kind of cross reference it with their employees mm. but like god damn yeah I hope you didn't I hope you didn't leak it on your real account <laughs> I hope it was a throwaway also it was <laughs> what can reddit do you don't have to put any personal information in to make a reddit account no not in the slightest so I guess reddit is gonna be like uh here's their well, can't you can get an IP banned from Reddit, can't you? Yes. So, I guess so they they, have, they have his IP. Fuck, dude. <laughs> they really gonna say, "Come outside, play, get your mail." Get your mail. Come on, <laughs> send the Addy we go slide. Send the Addy we go slide. <laughs> oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. All right, next we have. Oh, yes, the coronavirus block. So, uh, Plague Inc. has been removed from the Chinese app store because, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, GDC says, fuck the CDC. We are having our conference. (laughs) Okay. In in China? No. Uh, So recently... Uh, I didn't put it in real life news, but recently there is has been a coronavirus scare in San Francisco. San Francisco is where the Game Developers Conference is. The Game Developers Conference is happening the, right now, this weekend. Ah, I see. And I see, I see, I see. they I see. said, fuck, nah, nah, we're still having it. And a bunch of people started pulling out. Uh, some notable people, uh, PUBG Corporation, CD Projekt, Sony, Electronic Arts, Facebook, Koji Pro. Damn. And what the fuck did Kojima Productions have to show off? Uh, well, <laughs> well, game developers conference isn't like isn't like E three where it's like here's our new shit. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're game right. Game devel- like... game developers conference is hey, let's talk about how we made this thing work for the general shared knowledge of everybody. Uh, it's, it's like, like a, it's like a it's like a bunch of workshops and shit. Like, yeah, it's like that. Right? It's like that and networking. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, and then also. CD Projekt and PUBG Corporation also pulled out of PAX East, and Squeenix did not pull out entirely, but has scaled down their operation at PAX East. They they sent the interns. Yep, they sent the expendables. <laughs> but I mean, if that if that's what must be done to keep everybody safe, so be it. Just kind of sucks, I guess. Yeah. Right. Course, next, the Platinum Four, which we've talked about before, has had some new sure. updates. Uh, Wonderful 101 Remastered now has official general release date. Uh, it will come out on all of its announced platforms, so Switch, PS4, and PC, on May 19th in North America, May 22nd in Europe, and June 11th in Japan. So we're getting that shit first. Mm. So, sick. Announcement number two of the Platinum 4 has also been revealed, and it is a new IP currently codenamed project gg and appears to be some sort of kaiju shit and i like kaijus kaiju like uh godzilla shit right yeah godzuki and whatnot godzuki gojira gojira and it's not racist that's the name yeah yeah some people i'm not being i'm not being crazy no 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 there's (laughs) a that's a common misconception that like Gojira is like people making fun of how Japanese people talk when no they just don't have they, what is it they don't have R's and L's in Japan well no the cre- the creature is not called Godzilla it's called Gojira it was renamed Godzilla when it came to the west yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it, that, that, it's just a common misconception wake up sheeple yeah come on the United States is the only thing in the fucking world have you ever seen like the differences between the original Gojira and, and Godzilla it's crazy I'm not, no. So the different so with the original Gojira, obviously it's a big it's basically a big like commentary on how fucked Japan was after uh, the the nukes. And in America, they essentially I shit you not they removed all the parts that were like yeah America you fucked us you fucked us bad our li- our quality of life was greatly reduced by those nukes. They cut out all that shit. And added in scenes with just like a white a white detective to be the man who saves the day, just going around and talking to J- Japanese people and edited into scenes to be the white Ooh. perspective. Oh yeah, like the original like Godzilla sucks. Gojira good movie. Godzilla awful. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to learning more about this project GG and seeing what's going on. And the third announcement of the Platinum 4, which I found it 
Very funny how big of a gap there was between announcement one and announcement two, and then announcement yeah, two. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at announcement <laughs> two, two and three, three was like 24 hours. Yeah, back to back. But yeah, announcement Ooh. three is uh, Platinum is opening a new studio in Tokyo called Platinum Tokyo. Where was there? Where's the original studio? Uh, I don't. I don't know where Platinum is stationed. I'm assuming. I'm assuming somewhere in Japan, obviously, but uh, I think they're in Africa, bro. Oh, Osaka. Oh, okay, gotcha. So yeah, cool, great, swell. Looking forward to see what that other team does. Very, very cool. Um, and I'm telling y'all right now, Platinum. The end of Platinum Four is about to be that Bayonetta announcement. Telling what, like a Bayonetta three date? Yes, please, <laughs> please. I desperately, I desperately need it. Yeah, we all need that. That shit got revealed, like, what, fucking five years ago? Yep. That and Metroid Prime 4 are all in development hell. Nintendo yeah. is not... Nintendo is like, look... Nintendo is not... He's not securing the bag. Nintendo no is... No leak. But, I mean, they're, they have them locked down. Like, there's been no leaks, no nothing. Yeah. No info, no nothing. Not even just, like, a little bit. Yeah. So... <sighs> yeah. All right. So, uh... Fresh off of the heels of finally completing Shovel Knight... Mm. Yacht Club Game announces Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, a new puzzle game. Shovel Knight won't die. Shovel Knight forever. You know. mm-hmm. Shovel Knight Infinite. I just find it crazy that they fight. Like, because here's the thing. I want to see what Yacht Club will do next, right? But they're just like, man, th- we could work on something new. But we have this succulent cow. And everybody loves the milk from this cow. And we're just going to keep going. We just gotta keep on milking. Yeah. Oh yeah. They gotta milk that shovel knight cow. I. Just, it's just crazy that they finally finished shovel knight. Like they put out the last piece of content promised by the Kickstarter. They finished shovel knight. And then they were like, <laughs> "Fuck it, new shovel knight game." Yeah. They're like, "Hey, take it." All right. But regardless, good on them. Uh, so, Microsoft released an article detailing more deta- detailing more details. God, I I'm I, I, I sometimes I write these dockets like I have a word minimum. <laughs> Just not thinking, because I, I make I work on these dockets while I'm in like class. My attention is split, so sometimes I'll just type shit like detailing more details. Anyway, <laughs> we love Ken. Yes, we appreciate Ken. Yes, uh, new it's new shit about the Xbox Series X. Uh, yes, a lot of it is. I saw this shit, boy. A lot of it is shit we already knew, but there's some new information in here as well. So I listed everything in here that wasn't already known, or if it was known, was not previously confirmed. Uh, so first off, uh, it will have the ability to suspend and resume multiple games, which is a feature that was previously confirmed for the PS5. Series X will have it too, like go most ahead. of these go things ahead. go. <laughs> uh huh. So, uh, what they call smart delivery, which is a one, which is essentially just a cross buy between the entirety of the Xbox One family of systems, including Series X. Okay, so we'll be seeing. Okay, so probably for a while we'll be seeing like games that are released on both. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one hundred twenty FPS support, which is not something. Ooh. It's not something that I see devs aiming for. No, because niggas can barely get the fucking six. I'm going to say console. No, no, no. Here's the thing. They could. But like the thing with console games is there is a and I mean, the trade off exists, period. But 
because of the way consoles are it's a it's a limited system it is what it is you know when it releases you have to make that hard decision between frame frame rate and graphical fidelity and graphical fidelity sells console games more than frame rate does so they are always going to pick that so even if it can do 120 i don't see it being targeted by most devs but I do 120 and look like a Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. The Xbox One Xbox One accessories will work. That was a thing that was I don't believe previously confirmed said, but now it is. Okay. And uh, they confirmed that they will be continuing their backwards compatibility program. They were not clear on if they were going to turn it into true backwards compatibility or just keep doing what right, they've been just doing. Put in the disc. Yeah. What they've been doing was if I had a disc of. <laughs> Uh, let's say Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts for Xbox 360. I put it in my Xbox One, and then it'll download. Yes. So okay. it'll download, but because it works that way, it they were releasing backwards compatible games in waves. Oh right! Like now you can play. Yeah. Because, now you can play. Because it has to exist on the store in order for that to work. Essentially, your old disc was just a redemption key at that point. And then you just yeah. got the download of the game. Yeah, right. Which honestly isn't an awful system. It's a pretty good workaround to the emul- emulation nightmares of making everything work. Right off the bat. Just off the disc. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at their solution at all. Right, right. In a perfect world, of course, yeah, just slap an OG Xbox disc into an Xbox Series X and it works, but we don't live in a perfect world, and emulation could be a bitch alright next next uh, Crema reveals their short term dev roadmap for Temtem I'm liking it uh, yeah that being uh, coming this spring ranked matchmaking cause currently there is no matchmaking you just you just go to a place and are like hey fight me <laughs> please yeah. please uh, ranked matchmaking a spectator mode in-game chat, chat bubbles, and club management, which I'm assuming is going to be guilds. Yeah. Uh, summer 2020, we will be getting a new island to explore. Uh, play the ability to like create and update and decorate your own home. The climbing gear, new emotes, and 25 new temtem. Uh, for and to clarify on the climbing gear thing, that is not like something aesthetic. There are, like, spots in the game where it's like, use the climbing gear to get up here, but the climbing gear doesn't exist yet. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, fall 2020, we have another new island. 25 new Temtem. The first mythical Temtem, baby! Oh, boy. Will the myth- will this mythical Temtem be as shit as the new mythical Pokemon? We'll see. It, in-game tournaments, a quest diary and achievements. I one thing I will say, I really wish quest diary was higher on the priority list. Cause right now your quests, your quests are pretty much just a queue, and once at, the more quests you get, like things will just get pushed to the bottom of the queue and won't be visible. <laughs> oh, really? It's yeah. not like it's, just some list. Yeah, no, it's a list on the side of your screen, but like it's a it's a a kind of a a, a queue a stack situation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I wish Quest um, I wish Quest Diary was higher on that list because I've just gotten to the point where I'm I'm picking up all of the quests and I'm like, yeah, when they had a Quest Diary so I can just rem- see easily where I'm trying to go, then we're in the money. 
Yeah. Right. All right. So we talked about fake Pokemon. Let's talk about real Pokemon. Yes. Today was Pokemon Day. The day of we're recording this, uh, February twenty seventh, twenty twenty. It is the twenty fourth, I believe, anniversary of Pokemon. Yes. Um, we're getting so close to that uh, quarter centennial. It's getting real tasty. Yeah. Um, Pokemon's probably gonna do something big for that. Yeah, like, like release did. another shitty mythical. Hey. Um, so, uh, first thing they did was top 10 Pokemon. It was go- Google Pokemon of the Year. Um, everybody who basically, like, if you had the Google browser and, like, I guess if you just Google Pokemon, I think you get the, got the vote or some shit. So, top 10 Pokemon for this year were uh, Gengar, Gardevoir, Rayquaza, Garchomp, <laughs> Sylveon, Umbreon, Charizard, Mimikyu, Lucario, and number one being Greninja. Um, notice how Pikachu is not on this list. Yes. You know I what I... I love that it was an actual... I love that they did an actual vote instead of just doing it based off of, like, how many people Google searched because if it was just based off of Google search, the furries would have definitely poisoned the well in Lucario. Oh, yeah. Lucario would have won by a bullet in climbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, nah, Greninja is your number one Pokemon of the year. Uh, And then they released some stats about number one Pokemon for each uh, region. Uh I have the list up on me right here. Okay. Uh, Or at least I should. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, number one Pokemon for Kanto, obviously Charizard. Number one for Johto was Umbreon, believe it or not, over Tyranitar and Lugia, which I yeah. thought was really weird. Um, Hoenn was uh, Rayquaza, obviously, over Gardevoir. Um, Sinnoh was Lucario over Garchomp. And then uh, Luxray, number three, funny enough. Hmm. Um, U- Unova, Chandelure, Zoroark, and then Hydreigon. Or okay. Hydreigon. Yeah, that's how you actually pronounce it, believe it or not. It's not um, Hydreigon? No, it's Hydreigon. I've, ne- I, uh, <laughs> I've never heard anybody say not say Hydreigon. Right. I went to the, um, so, side story. I went to, when I went to OhioCon, they had the producer, they had the producer, I think, one of the producer for Pokemon or whatever. Yeah. And, like, then people would ask him, oh, what's the pronunciation of these names? And he knew them, and, like, this is the right way to say these names. And he, he kind of get honest about being, if someone said Pokemon, it's Pokemon. It is Pokemon. Yeah, so he, he cringe every time someone said Pokemon. I was like, oh no, Pokemon's. Um, Kalos uh, was Greninja. Okay. Uh, Sylveon and then Slash. Alola was Mimikyu. Okay. I say that. Yeah, that was number three. Uh, Rowlet and then Decidueye. Funnily enough, and then Galar, not popular enough for twenty twenty, just came out. Uh, was Dragapult, Toxtricity, and Corviknight. Oh, that was just people searching for competitive shit. <laughs> I had to have been. I had to have been. I mean, it was also voting, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. Imagine being um, a Dragapult fan outside of competitive. Couldn't be fucking me. I could not. I mean, it's a, it's a cool ass Pokemon, though. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of wavy. And then also for uh, um, Pokemon. Yeah, you hate him. <laughs> Dragapult low key go stupid. He got two little Dreepies in the. Come on, man. And he's a ghost. Come on, bro. Ghost Dragon? Come on, now. that's a typing. Where have we seen? Nah, I'm playing that. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> that's um, a typing. It, it sure is. And speaking of a typing, oh man, um, this new mythical Pokemon we got also got revealed. Boo, seen, nigga. Like, of it. Boo. <laughs> its name is. Its name Boo, is so nigga. Rude. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's like a fake ass Wukong, but like, not Infernape cool. It's got, like, some armed guards or some shit. It's really gross. Look it up. Z-A-R-U-D-E. Spell it like Darude, except Z. Nigga genuinely looks like a gremlin. Genuinely looks like a mogwai. Yeah, yeah. Like, this nigga looks like I shouldn't feed him after midnight. 
<laughs> he look like a gremlin. Yes. <laughs> he do. He do. <laughs> but now uh, the Pokemon is a, it's dark. It's a mythical Pokemon. It's dark grass, and its ability is Leaf Guard. The best ability status. in the game. It prevents status conditions in the sun. Uh, yeah, this Pokemon might be some dick. <laughs> it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Imagine the, taking the, the, times four from a U-turn. I could never. <laughs> Couldn't be me. The design leaves more to be desired. Um, I will say it looks better in-game than it does in the like still image. Yeah. But it still I, looks I like I hope the shiny dick. form is a little bit better. Because that black and green, I don't think black and green ever go together as colors. Mojo Jojo head-ass nigga. <laughs> hey. I fucking hate this Pokemon, dude. Fucking fucking Halloween witch looking ass nigga boy. Good playing with me. Bro, he looks like he has a masquerade mask on. He really does like he I'm look. He's all over. Eyes, the he's he all over. Cracked out. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this nigga been smoking. This shit red. Like you said, Ken, these folks are, are just becoming grown ass men at this point. Bro, this nigga lives in his auntie Why do I, basement. I don't want my it smokes <laughs> it smokes mad bulls. I hate how this monkey stands on two feet. Like <laughs> With his knees all bent and his arms all wide. <laughs> Bro, send, send this nigga to the league. He's going to tackle you. Right, bro. Like, you, oh, man. Oh, my God. He's, this is a linebacker, nigga. This is disgusting. I hate this nigga. Put this nigga in the post. <laughs> bro, why is he all abdomen? Oh man! <laughs> see all this Pokemon is so fucking gross. I'm sorry. I I really just did say that the design isn't that bad. But me personally, a mythical. This thing is too big to be a goddamn mythical to me. Yeah, I don't think the, the mythicals are usually like small, cute things. Small, cute things are furry OCs, but you know. Well, this one is a furry OC. <laughs> As all Pokemon yeah. in the current age are. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm. You know what? Maybe I'm racist, but I'm tired of monkey Pokemon. Alrighty, so real life. <laughs> I'm tired one, of it all. One last story. One last story. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sandbag that. As of today, today of time of recording, the Emmett Till Anti Lynching Act has been passed. This act makes lynching a hate crime under federal law. And now I know what you're thinking. It wasn't before. Why wasn't it before? <laughs> yes, but that's not the saucy part. Here's the best part. Uh, it it passed four hundred and ten to four foot. Who? Uh, yeah. Oh, we got these four niggas' names. Absolutely, <laughs> get these niggas, bro. Justin Amash, Louis Gomert, Thomas Macy, and Ted Yoho. Ted Yoho. So there. J- just remember, those are the names. Those are the four people who walked. Walked into a place of legislature, representing you and being paid with your tax dollars, and went, you know what? I don't think lynching's a hate crime. I'm against this bill. Right, and we got oh, why do why do politicians continue to be really stupid? <laughs> like, how do you vote no against this bill? <laughs> this is the, like one of the only times I would have expected something to be unanimous. Oh, here it no. is. Here it is. Yoho voted against the lynching protections. He told CNN's Manu Raju because it's an overreach of the federal government and tramples on state rights. What? What? It's my state right to lynch. It's my state right to lynch. I like this. I like this a lot. I like when I when I woke up and saw the headline and saw it was four hundred and ten to four. <laughs> oh my. 
<laughs> Imagine what goes through your head when you're thinking, I'm going to be the guy to say no to the lynching in act. Massey told Newsweek, in addition, this bill expands current federal hate crime laws. A crime is a crime, and all victims deserve equal justice. Adding enhanced penalties for hate tends to endanger other liberties, such as freedom of speech. <coughs> oh, so, oh, so, hey, he, he's like, you know what? We kill people. But let's not punish the way we kill people. Yeah. All right, buddy. Oh, I've had enough. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, damn. This nigga, that was... So, th- these niggas are literally saying that to me. They literally looked me in the eye and said that shit. I hate this. Oh, I hate this. Whew. I'm glad that's at the end of the docket, because boy, oh, boy. Ooh, where can they find you at? Let's go back to these monkey Pokemon. Okay, where can they find <laughs> you at? <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, oh, uh, twitch.tv slash hgod, hgod. <sighs> Twitter.com slash ace underscore gawd, hgod. Helen Goddard is still fucking on me on that one, so. Damn, she fucked on <laughs> your bitch. She's fucking on my bitch and rapping about it in a song, too, so I have to listen to it. Um, there's no way you cannot. There's no way. There's no way. And where can they find you at, King? Uh, you can find me Can't find you nowhere Outside <laughs> I remember you used to have no social media whatsoever I really did <laughs> Like I'm... it was like damn we really cannot find Ken I don't know why I just, I just kind of decided to start one day <laughs> That's fair it, it was only a it was only a, it's only a Twitter right Yeah yeah. So for the longest it was like I think I remember we tried to find you online and like you gave us your mom and then we got your sister and then we found a picture of you because like I don't know yeah. <laughs> that was it yeah that was the video <laughs> I was I, in high school I don't, I don't be taking <laughs> I don't take a lot of pictures so I don't have an Instagram that's fair yeah. that's big fair what music do the people need to enter their ear holes um I didn't enter this for singles because I, I came upon it too late but um Chris Patrick he was in the Pokemon Cipher, yeah. but he actually like the real ass rapper, and he makes good music. Hmm. He just released a, he just released a single called Swish. So Swish by Quit Quit Quiz Quiz <laughs> Swish <Patrick>. by Chris <laughs> <laughs> Swish by Chris Patrick. All Please right. go write it up because that shit bang. All right, uh, you know I haven't recommended a a, a a track with Doom on it. Ooh, and you know you as you said we're six months in, so I guess I have to. I'm going to go with Bomb Throne by Zarface featuring MF Doom. Bomb Throne. Alrighty. Not bad. Make sure y'all find Ken on the streets and that's where he's at. I'm outside. Make sure y'all find him outside. I'm, I'm outside <laughs> your house right now. I'm looking through your windows. Hey, you. Yeah. I see him right you. there. <laughs> 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 you, yes, you listening right I'm now. I'm watching Ken looking in your house. Therefore, I know where your house is. This shit's kind of voyeuristic. <laughs> deep levels of voyeurism. V deep levels. Uh, All right. You have a nice week. Leave your doors open. <laughs> <laughs>